You're listening to Disturbing the Priest with Brandon Baddock. What is up, everyone? Uh, I'm Brandon Baddock with Disturbing the Priest. We are back with another episode. I am joined here by some lovely gentlemen. You want to introduce yourselves so I don't have to? Funny, Nate, you start first. All right, I'm Nate. <laughs> I'm Nate Fillers. I guess I'm going to be Nate F. There you go. I can just be Dan. There's only one of me. That's up. All right. I'm Hell yeah. That's, that's sick. Friend, so, uh, friend of the show. Definitely. Definitely friend of the show. Um, so I'm joined by two fellow comedians and a musician or just a roommate. Uh, I'm a musician, a producer, music producer. He's also a comedian. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> he just doesn't do stand-up. No, right? I don't do stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. All right, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the better career choice. All right, so progressive metal. Um, do you think the Beatles were the first, like, progressive rock band? <laughs> Because uh, that's like a debate. That's a good question, actually. That is really good. I never um, thought of them that way, but I guess some of their songs do kind of qualify, huh? Yeah, they do have a wide spectrum. I think it's between the Beatles and Zappa, honestly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when it comes to progressive metal, I believe the first progressive metal band is Queensryche um okay and from there we got like dream theater um opeth uh, my favorite my favorite progressive metal bands probably death like kind of the first mm-hmm. death metal band sound of perseverance yep. is godly yep in my we opinion. were just listening to that <laughs> yeah. oh hell yeah awesome um you guys should we just go around and just like what our favorite or one of our favorite progressive metal albums are Sure. We can start with uh, Nate Hilly. Dude, I'm between saying whether I like Tool or A Perfect Circle more <clears throat> because I love Tool and their classics, but at the same time, I've like spammed listened to, I forget what the name of the album is by A Perfect Circle, but with the one with the slug, the banana slug on the girl's face. The 13th Step. Yeah, like that album. I've like spam listened to so many times and it's so good. That might have to be the one for me. Yeah, I like it too. That's a good one. I don't know. I feel like Tool's better, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, that's like the parent band. They're, they are like better because like they, without them, a perfect circle never would have been a thing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And also like, and, and yeah, like that's a good point. But also like, I just feel like, musically mm-hmm. too like and comparing the two discographies like yeah undertow um yeah even fear inoculum i uh i think is like godly like fantastic and a lot of people were pretty mixed on that album surprisingly um, i'll just right. go and throw out my opinion right now just become the enemy of the show that i really like I really like the Tool songs that most people like, but there's so many songs on there that are just like, they're just okay. They're kind of just more atmosphere. They're more just kind of like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like noises. The light noise? no, but like a good, a good <clears throat> Tool song is like, it's really good. But like, okay. like the ones Numa. that that aren't really chart toppers are kind of just kind of sounds. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I really, I really couldn't get the new album. I probably just didn't listen to it enough. But I was like, eh, you know, it was kind of all over the place, honestly. Uh, like you, you even had like chocolate trip, chocolate chip trip is that what it's called where it's sure. like just it's there's like bird noises <laughs> yeah yeah see what that's what the tool expert about. here it's just I like mean, there's like bird noises in it and whatnot oh that sounds so like weird. mars volta yeah it's like mars, mars volta. volta style <laughs> they do the same shit it's like it's fine and it's really great in concert because it gives you like room to not get crushed by the pit but like i i usually skip those songs but i mean i'm a, i loved Ten Thousand days but like the back half of 10,000 days, it's like kind of just like, okay. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. 
it, it, Nate, it That's feels it. like I'm literally listening to the album right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I right, mean, we're gonna uh, we're gonna yeah. introduce uh, my buddy Julian here. Um, okay. Word, word. He should be joining right now. Julian, and welcome the record, to the show. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Tool. I'm not. I am. <laughs> this is uh, the guitarist of Nuclear Funeral, and uh, yo, hello, co-singer, I guess. Um, and also tool fan we are uh doing some tool trashing right now oh okay. no uh sort of we're yeah. we're being we're critiquing it it's, it's a tough right. critique it's you know it's like it's hard because they're put so high on the pedestal that it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta you, gotta, you know they're, they're not they're not bad they're not they're good but they're not all the way up. They're not all the way up. So you think you well, think the side is, A. The thing is, so the thing with Tool, I find, is that they were like one of those bands that had like a bunch of big hits in like the 90s. So that's like why they're famous, right? Yeah. And obviously they're not the best band in the world, but but I think they have some great songs. Um, Absolutely. Cool vibes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not... I can see why why it's not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there but you go. The one, I mean, uh, like I said, the ones that are fucking bangers are bangers. For sure. Yeah. Do, what's everyone's favorite Tool record? I'm just curious. Uh, the one with Anima. That's um, called Anima. Anima. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That that one. Mine is uh, the one with 10,000 days. That's also called 10,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just really sad. It's, it's like an emotional thing. It's about his mom. It is. Yeah. I, I for, actually forgot how emotional that record is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Undertow is my favorite. It's just, I love how raw that album is. Um, I think it has some bangers on it, too. Um just a fantastic record front to back i think i have the record right here oh shit okay um i lied i must have sold it on discogs or something oh fake fan um yeah <laughs> hey about fear and Oc- i i think i do have oh my god look fear and oculums behind me the whole time oh so. there you go oh all right real your license has been restored arguably a better record some might say hmm. um is that, is that the new one which one is that that's the new one that's the like six lp one. Oh right um yeah i think nate hilly just uh had a stroke so yeah he said he had to go <laughs> or something all right rip nate just hilly to say uh, we weren't nice enough to tool yeah <laughs> tell yeah. him we're sorry sorry him nate this is in the corner crap yeah. tools good i swear it's most <laughs> they are good fans. they are good but like all right so Sometimes. i i i went so to a, here's the here's the thing go ahead oh okay here's the thing i i just i hate tool fans i i think they're a good band yeah i i just some of the tool fans are a little over the top <laughs> it's like the rick and morty sure. of music yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's probably the sure. worst progressive metal fan base honestly it's rough i honestly a lot of like like prog fans in general i'm not a big fan of (laughs) yeah as a prog fan i'm like there are a lot of prog fans out there super snobby yeah it's just like it's just music man you know yeah definitely a lot of elitists yeah 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 yeah, I once wore a Tool shirt and somebody yelled at me like, oh my God, Tool is the best band in the fucking world. Ah! <laughs> and I was like, the weird thing is we couldn't tell if he was kidding or not. Yeah. We yeah. like became a parody of himself. Classic yeah. Tool fan. Yeah, so we were like, oh yeah. Mm, they're, they're. Yeah, no, I remember your response was, they're okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though you were the one with the Tool shirt. I was the one wearing the Tool shirt. <laughs> It is almost like, in a sense, like Joe Rogan metal too, because you do have that psychedelic <laughs> yeah, element yeah. of it too. Yeah, you know, with dude, like Third I, Eye and whatnot. I jam the hell out of those songs, though. I play 
10,000 Days on the Bass because those songs are fun as fuck to play. Vicarious is probably one of the funnest songs to play on the bass. Great, great bass tones on, yeah, on so the good. Tool albums too, especially yeah. on 10,000 Days. I really, yeah. sonically, it's like one of my favorites. Yeah, the just like, Yeah, like the one thing I don't like about Fear Inoculum, I think they're like great songs, but I find the production's a little thinner yeah maybe like that's with with ten thousand days like the guitars are like really just fat sounding yeah and it's just like a really full sound yeah they also had like what 11 years 16 years yeah, 20 yeah. years 13 yeah. or something yeah <laughs> yeah like, do you I think they're gonna do another it record? was really hype i hope so no at this no. rate it'll be 27 years before the next <laughs> well record. they they took the break because of the lawsuit right lawsuit oh no oh okay shit i thought other people were gonna know about that what no, I, mean, I know what you mean it's when they were like that's why their music wasn't on spotify for so long because they're like trying to like preserve their right to the music or something like that and there's nowhere to be found yeah i don't want to oh. misspeak gotcha but i remember there being like a battle that they were fighting whether it was whether it was with the uh record label or with like the artist of the album art i remember they were being brought to court for something i think they have a good relationship um with the the artist okay. guy i'm trying to blank on his name um there was something and i i'm sorry i am blanking i'm bringing this to the table and i don't know anything about it i just know <laughs> that like i remember being like why the hell hasn't tool released something and they're like we would but we're like battling legal issues and i was like oh that sucks hmm. and i just kind of <laughs> left it at that because like i don't know law so uh, they're gonna probably just tell me some stuff that i don't know they're just like <laughs> <laughs> i don't Is... know i can look it up right now if you want but do yeah, it right, let's, let's pause the podcast <laughs> <laughs> no, okay right, okay fuck me but yeah i remember mm. there it was there was a reason why it took so long it wasn't just like oh we can't we can't uh think of songs no they're they were stuck somewhere yeah but, i think it was like partially like i i think the from what i remember what i heard the reason they're um, music wasn't on streaming for so long is because of like like a uh, contract with like the label um something like that so there there might have been other issues there other than just streaming but then it also seems like they just wanted to take a break you know like okay. like maynard was uh pretty active with like some of his other bands and stuff so mm. it's just yeah it seems like like they're um yeah just they're take definitely in full swing now um it's, it's just, crazy how active that band is now after like being so rarely um like playing live or just like hearing anything about them they were they were touring pretty frequently i think though no well, at think, least like they were playing, they were playing they had, they had a festivals little... and stuff was it i i for sure yeah. i didn't think they did any tours though um i, I think it was I just festival they, spots yeah maybe because they did boston calling in 2017 i believe mm. um but there wasn't like really any major tours until like lately until fear inoculum came out which i think yeah, was like 10 probably. years nate what were you gonna say about uh he looked at point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna make a joke like, oh, I suddenly remembered. Uh it says there was like a there's a mixture of uh Danny Carey seriously injuring himself, uh massive lawsuits, um, and the band second guessing themselves. So I guess what happened was what I remember there was a legal battle that they were doing, and that like put them in like this creative block. And they're like, they couldn't focus on anything because they're just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, I the, the the description that I got was like, like nothing. It was barely anything. I forgot. There's, there's this like a yeah, tweet. No, that, they didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's like basically just one paragraph. 
for what it's worth, I do have an article up right here, and I can share my screen real quick. Oh, oh that's go true. for it. It says that it's disabled by the host, but all right. Let me uh, <laughs> let me grant you. Basically says Tool has settled multi-level lawsuit that started in 2007 when a friend of the band claimed that he had created artwork for the group and wanted credit for it. Then an insurance company that Tool had hired for the sole purpose of defending the band against lawsuits turned around and sued the band over technicalities <laughs> regarding case. The band countersued the insurer with the case finally being resolved in their favor after seven years. That was like in 2014. I guess that got Wow. Kind of fixed. Oh man. Okay. All right, well that makes sense. Then. Yeah. Okay, no excuses. <laughs> no. I remember reading though, like that took like a massive toll on their mental health. Like all of the band members went through like some heavy stuff. So I think the real reason is they don't have to. Yeah. They didn't come out with an album because they're rich as shit and they don't fucking have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. They're They're probably loaded now. Maynard's making his wine. He's living his best life. Yeah. They don't got to do it. That's why. Mm -hmm. True. They're they're making so much money now. Like, uh, it's crazy that they're doing like the garden in Boston and whatnot. I was actually surprised that they're doing like arenas. Like they're doing huge venues. Oh, yeah. Definitely the biggest like progressive band to date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least nowadays. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of, fair like enough. Like if you, I don't think you can compare them to like Rush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does how what does Rush do for venues? I've never like. I, I, I don't know. The, I'm just I saying like the like Pavilion recently. I don't really follow follow them too much, but I was just saying that like like there are all these like classic prog bands that are are probably um, playing like way uh, like way bigger venues than or maybe not way bigger venues than Tool, but like equal, you know? Yeah, and have been doing so for decades. Huh. It is a big genre, you know. Um, now. A band that does sell out pretty big venues is Iron Maiden, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is arguably progressive. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Because I think they are a progressive metal band. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like some of their songs definitely could qualify, but it's like, what percentage of your songs? need to qualify as prog before like you're a prog band you know what i mean because a lot of their songs yeah. like they have they have like eight nine minute songs yeah you know yeah. that definitely go through a lot of changes and sections but they also have like you know three minute just like regular classic metal you know british heavy metal songs that is not really that different from something like black sabbath you know yeah 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 someone like crushing ice or something yeah who's oh it's gone now um i think i think they totally are a a progressive band because like look at their their new album uh it's like every song is 10 minutes it's like a eight lp record um did they just come out with an album i haven't heard it yeah um they came out with an album this year yeah this year i believe um and then you look at stuff like from power slave like rhyme of the ancient mariner which is a 14 minute song and it's super yeah. like oh my god it's all over yeah. the place um mm-hmm. they have so much so many epics but again you have like off their first album you have a lot of like those just classic almost like rock songs yeah where there it's really just like maybe three chords um and so it's it's hard to argue i guess like i i think a lot of their stuff is progressive and i would definitely call them like today right now a progressive band but yeah i don't know i think i think they've done enough i think you can pull stuff from their older catalog and newer catalog you know yeah yeah but again i do i do see like even fear the dark has a lot of uh, um uh, a lot going on in it i feel like and like even some of their biggest hits but at the same time you get some of those shorter songs yeah Uh, i think like in in my opinion in order for someone to be 
progressive it doesn't just have to be long like you can have a long yeah. song yeah. that's not like a, a prog song yeah um like a pretty defining characteristic of of prog music is like complex like chord progressions like odd time signatures stuff like that which are really like staples yeah like really like staples like across the genre and i mean i'd I'd have to listen to the the new iron maiden song but i haven't like heard anything from them that really strikes me as like a, a prog song necessarily i would say the thing that makes something feel prog the most to me is how many different sections there are in the song i mean there's obviously more traits than that but that's like i feel like the defining feature of prog is that like it's almost like you go on a journey and i feel like that's almost where the word progressive comes from it's like it's progressing through the song you know it doesn't like come back to the chorus a lot like you know radio music verse chorus verse chorus yeah it doesn't have that structure it kind of starts somewhere and ends somewhere completely different and that's not always mm-hmm. the case, obviously, but right. that's that's what I think of first when I think of the word prog. Yeah, that's just my yeah. Thing. I think yeah. for me, Iron Maiden is just like so classic that it's hard to like put them anywhere else than like the classic rock like group. Well, I mean, like they are progressive for it's sure. Also, well, it's also like do you? I would call them like classic metal. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, it's hard, but, but you know, nowadays genres are just so mashed together anyway. So I think bands just had more than one classification. Yeah, it's and fine. that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, a lot, a you lot be of prog people. and also other stuff. Like, I guess what we're totally. getting at is that Iron Maiden's a fusion band. <laughs> I've heard, I've like uh, heard arguments that they're like a power metal band too. So yeah, I, can, I mean, yeah, I, I think they're like that, yeah. probably like elements of of iron maiden that kind of inspired power metal groups after them so for sure i think it's like 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 when you're looking at at bands from like that era um there's like so many different like aspects of it that has sort of evolved um because like because of their their influence like I definitely agree with that. Um, and, and a lot of the, the bands that actually were inspired from Maiden um, are like the very classic progressive metal bands we know today, like Dream Theater. Um, they pretty much just rehearsed Maiden songs when they were coming up. Uh, were they were they all meet? What school? Um, Berkeley. Yeah, Berkeley. Yeah, Berkeley. Like they would all just be uh, just jamming to like Maiden stuff. Um, so there's definitely some like if anything maiden was planting the seeds for other bands to to come up and and dream theater it's one of the best in my opinion yeah Um, how do you guys feel about dream theater Uh, i I love liquid tension (laughs) 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 i made that joke when you brought it up like i love dream theater but james labrie uh is um it's an acquired taste i think like i could do without him to be honest yeah it's it's really crazy because i feel like a lot of progressive metal bands like are known for like very good vocalists um and dream theater just isn't it um i think he was the second vocalist they had yeah yeah he was Um, i mean he's he's got pipes but i just feel like a lot of his singing isn't that interesting. Yeah. yeah. I also find the lyrics are often very like Yeah, a little cringy. And yeah. It's a little just like, uh, all right. Like, is that images and images and words? Yeah. yeah. Calm. <laughs> images and color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, images and words. And like he was pretty good, I guess like back in the day, back in the nineties, but like <clears> if you watch some videos of him on like like even touring this year um i think i saw a video where um they uh took like the hardest vocal part of metropolis two um or one or whatever um the it's the one song because oh, yeah. there's the album and then the song for sure um it's this yeah. it's metropolis off their first record um yeah. there's there's a very hard vocal part and they've taken that and like comparing it through compared it through the years and it's rough like you can literally yeah. see his voice fall apart over the years um yeah 
I mean, that happens. It's like the the instrument that will do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that I also have a little bit of hard feelings between what happened with him and Mike Portney. Like, mm. So there's that going against James a little bit. For those of you not yeah. aware, uh, uh, Mike Portney was the drummer mm-hmm. uh, and he was a hell of a drummer and uh, he wanted to pursue other musical projects. It was only going to be for like a year, but like James had didn't want anything to do with that. He's like, no, you're in this band or nothing. And like, they basically were like, you can't be in this band if you're going to do other things. And he was just like, well, I'm not allowed to do other things. That's messed up. So he quit with the intention of joining back after he pursued the, the, the one year of work that he was going to do. And then they were just like, no, you can't join anymore. Cause like we hired somebody else. He quit his professor job to become the drummer. And yeah. Which is, which is just crazy and so stupid. They just wouldn't um, let him back in. And he was just like, oh, that sucks. He was like, I would join in a heartbeat, but they were like, nah, yeah. they won't, won't let. And I love Mike Portney. I think he's a hell of a drummer. I don't think the, I can't remember the new guy. He's also a Mike. Oh, Mike Mangini. Yeah, yeah. He's not bad. He's really not. And he was in an episode of Time Warp. How bad can you be if you're on an episode of Time Warp where they slow down the drums? And slow <laughs> oh, was that him? That was him. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, that's not even funny. Like, I remember him saying, I like, he's a good guy, but not yeah. the same. Not the OG. Yeah. He ended up like joining Avenged Sevenfold, right? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. He was in a. He toured with Avenged Sevenfold. I, f- I forget for how long, but what a jump! I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> That's rough. I mean, Mike Mike Porno I mean, has been money. in so much stuff. At yeah, this point. yeah, yeah, he's doing fine. I just um, I'm sad about it because I liked him. Yeah. No, he. I definitely. He's awesome. if, if you're into Dream Theater, I definitely recommend. Um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, there's another band that Liquid Mike Tension. Portnoy is, huh? Liquid yeah, Tension well, Liquid Tension Experiment, but Five Finger there's Death one Punch. that, um, <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a yellow little, card. It's a little band <laughs> called a Big Time Rush. I don't know if you guys heard of them. Um, no, it was um, it was a band he started with the original keyboard player of uh, Dream Theater, um, Bumblefoot on oh, guitar. Yeah. Uh, can't believe I'm drawing a blank on on uh, what they're called. Maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm I remember search that up. But I, I've I've seen them live. They're they're a great group. Um, they kind of have like those dream theater vibes, but uh, in a way that like I've kind of gotten a little sick of of the dream theater sound. I yeah. find it like yeah. it's kind of repetitive. It's um, but yeah, so it has like it has elements of that but it's kind of its own thing. Uh, the band is called Sons of Apollo. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. awesome. They're really yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. They're cool. Uh, yeah, I feel like with Dream Theater, like even with their new record, um, it was just a lot of the same. You know I, mean, I mean, that happens. I honestly, I haven't even listened to their their new album. It's just like... I'm kind of over it. it it's Honestly, got good songs on it. It's just again, like there's better dream theater records out there. Yeah. Um I, I just wish they experimented more and they kind of did that with uh their concept album in 2018. Um oh, what was that called? It, it's like their most hated record. Um, things on a wall inside my brain. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably that sounds about right. <laughs> um, but it came out in like 2018, and like people just hated it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I thought it was cool, and I wish they like did more experimenting because it's just yeah. like, all right, let's just like just pump out another Dream Theater record. Um, that's why I, I like bands like Opeth, where I feel like there's so much variety. Yeah, and like Opeth a lot of their is, is records. One of my favorite um, prog metal bands, even though they're more prog rock these days. But yeah, 
Yeah, well, they're, 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 still they're, great they're music. coming back up. They yeah. they took a little dip down into the into the prog rock lane, and I wasn't a big fan, honestly. But uh, their newest album, they've actually picked up some of the the heaviness a little bit more. And uh, if their next album continues that trajectory, then I'm back in, baby. Me too. Yeah, I thought their new album was excellent. Yeah, it's got some good good stuff on it. Opeth started metal for me, like they were like, yeah. I don't. Was it you too? Yeah, pretty much. They they, they were like my my entry. Yeah, into they they were the gateway drug into metal. Yeah, same. They were yeah, they were one of the bands for me. I guess one thing that about like Opeth that um, they kind of helped me appreciate was like the the like um, like the rough vocals because like I was like okay so like because it's like really if you're not into it already it's really difficult to listen to like a death metal album right but like if you listen to Opeth it's like got excerpts of death metal in it and it you're like okay wait so this is actually this vocal style is like trying to convey a certain like emotion right it's like an extension of uh like what you can normally sing it's just like another way of um expressing yeah it's like taking a clean guitar and making it distorted but for vocals yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's more of like a growl like it like it it, where i feel like a lot of um metal bands are known for screaming and like being really aggressive on the vocals it was just like it was it was nice it was his well yeah his growl has like a nice body to it it's like it's very pleasing for a growl like to the average non-metal listener you know it's Mm -hmm. like yeah it's a lot easier, I think, to listen to his style of growling than a lot of other metal bands. So yeah. that that's yeah, a good factor. Yeah. I, I feel like the reason why I like Opeth more than Dream Theater is because they have way more tools in their toolkit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they can play with rough vocals and clean vocals. And I feel like even yeah. instrumentally, like way more interesting and just way more variety. They, um, yeah, they especially more comparing exactly. their records. Yeah um just fantastic and have they really like had a bad album yeah opeth yeah sorceress was not good yeah. <laughs> oh you didn't like uh, and, that and heritage was also pretty bad. well so here's here's for Actually, me i didn't mind it i didn't mind it for me i'm like so i really liked what uh steven wilson did with them like oh, por- porcupine we- tree like, oh, I just saw Porcupine Tree. Yeah like honestly it's a really dangerous route to go because i don't I I just I could talk about Stephen Wilson's work for like literally the next twelve hours straight. I know that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like genuinely, same. like my favorite artist of all time. I mean, he supplied so many good like backup harmonies, and like there are definitely riffs that you hear in Opeth that you're like, that's definitely Stephen. Because you go on like a Porcupine Tree album, and you're like, that's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, like he has like the same black bar Blackwater Park. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got like the same kind of feel as Black as Eyes. I don't know. That's just, how, but I mean his harmonies are fantastic, and I didn't even know it was him for the longest time. Like I just was like, oh okay, these are good harmonies, and I was like, wait a second, that's Steven on the album. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Opeth was a really good uh, transition to, to like a lot of other progressive bands like, you know, Porky Fine like, Tree, um, a- Animals as Leaders also. Um, yeah. For me, so, like I actually took the other way and like went more death metal, like more technical death metal from there. Yep. <laughs> That's me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like into mm-hmm. the way complex, fast shit now. Yeah. Same. Yeah, so that's why like dream theater doesn't do it well i guess they're they're kind of crazy with the guitars sometimes but yeah no yeah. i'm like i'm into like blast beats and like fucking really fast hell yeah man same yeah so yeah um death death was probably the biggest uh like opeth into death was my gateway um because i went right into the sound of perseverance um did Nate Haley die? Is Somebody that what on we fire? Heard? He said he was trying to reconnect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I think death was like the next step for me. Um, 
just because it was amazing. <laughs> is someone's apartment on fire? <laughs> I I don't know who that is. I mean, that's probably me. I, Wait, yeah, hold on. But, I can't tell the, if that's the like classic a classic Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I live noise. in like downtown Chicago, so the sirens are constant. Oh, yeah. oh. True. Someone's always on fire. There. It's all those deep dish yeah. pizzas. Yeah, it's like they call in the ambulance because they're shitting too much. Yeah, that's how it goes. I've been to Una's. I know. But but no, Death, (laughs) The Sound of Perseverance is excellent. Amazing. It's probably my favorite progressive metal album. Um, Okay, so that's your pick. Double LP, amazing. Um, There's even a lot of, uh, and we were talking about like slow acoustic songs, Voice of Soul um is like literally a two minute fully acoustic or i think there's like electric there's an electric lead in it but it's uh it's like a totally it's pretty much an acoustic song um yeah yeah you guys said you were just listening to it i i just listened yeah because he said that you mentioned it earlier um and he was like i don't remember if i heard death and i was like dude you definitely heard death so i played uh crystal mountain for him oh my god and he was like oh yeah yeah I remember yeah this. yeah i also um, listened to uh the voice of the soul before coming in here just to see like what their top spotify song was yeah and it's not even like a metal song really no it's not oh. that tends to be the case actually with opeth uh they're what is it the one with window pane fucking deliverance deliverance or no damnation damnation their soft album is only acoustic stuff and like soft shit that's their most like successful album yeah honestly it's a wider uh, audience um this might be a little bit of a hot take but i death is my favorite uh progressive metal vocals um Interesting. I, I love okay. i love what like how chuck sings um and just like yeah. you hear him talk yeah. and he's so just like the super mellow almost nerdy and his voice is like so demonic and, and has so much like maybe emotions not the right word but a lot of depth in his voice i i find and it's just so fitting with with the music and also like richard christie on the drums um i i think that that whole uh the whole album is like oh, just yeah. a perfect storm Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for a band that started so traditional death metal you know what i mean yeah yeah so so interesting to get that progressive especially like taking death metal in that route is is really cool mm-hmm. um and there's bands today that do it too like revocation and whatnot and there's oh my god there's plenty uh, but death are, are probably my favorite progressive metal band uh, which would probably lead into like a really cool discussion. Do you guys have like a favorite progressive metal band or like record? So which... if this band counts as progressive metal, I think me and Nate might have the same one. Yeah. So I might change I might change mine just for the sake of variety, but <laughs> it's basically the same one that he's about to say. So I mean my favorite band period is Protest the Hero. And they're nice. like arguably post-hardcore but i think of them more as progressive metal at least after their first album yeah i don't know Fortress. if you've heard them but uh they're fans yeah i'm familiar i mean they're cool their, they're cool their musicianship is incredible i love the singer yeah um and just like they transition through so many different little like bits of music in such a, a amazing way like it's not just like hard cut and you're in a different like section but like every 20 seconds they're doing something different but like they 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 weave it all together so well that uh i don't see a lot of bands doing it that way yeah at least not yeah to, yeah not not to the level of execution that they pull it off yeah so that that's my pick also massive influence on my bass playing and i i, I sent you the name of the bassist and i couldn't pronounce his last name but i believe his first name is Arf or arf uh, i believe it's marib dolbaggy marib it's like it's really long it's some kind of middle eastern that yeah. sounds annoying to spell yeah he's yeah just imagine being him like in like school like every time you write your <laughs> yeah. name on your paper yeah it's like oh 
fucking my parents yeah (laughs) it's like zach galifianakis's joke he's like i failed the second grade because i couldn't spell my last name yeah (laughs) all right so i would agree that uh fortress by protest the hero is up there um but for the sake of conversation i will say that colors by between the buried and me is my favorite album just because it has just like this this journey feel to it where like all of the songs link together and even so when you get to the very last song you can play the first song again and it just they just it goes right back into it and it's just like it starts off with this nice piano medley and it ends with a piano medley but it does all sorts of crazy shit throughout the entire album and it changes a lot and there's lots of really fucking cool riffs in it yeah um it's it's hard to articulate the journey but it's it's a it's a good time i I, there's not a single song on that album that i'm like "Eh, i can skip this one no all of them in fact it's really hard because they're on my spotify list and sometimes the song will come up and i'll be like oh no i gotta have it go into the next song but it never does because i have it on random and or shuffle if you will and it just hurts to be like yeah. to get to the end of that song you're like oh it's gonna flow right into this next song and then it just goes into like fucking i don't know like lady gaga or something you're like oh this is different <laughs> <laughs> especially if it has like a, an abrupt ending yeah it's only abrupt because it's supposed to transition into the next song yeah yeah uh yeah i hate that i always take it off random when that happens too i i almost wish colors was just like a single song like just i wish like on that. spotify you could like group song yeah you know yeah yeah that'd like be cool playlist, it's like if you play this song you always play this one after it yeah and yeah, then keep yeah. like shuffling or whatever you know yeah that would be dope but i can see people being a little iffy on the singer of between the barry to me because he is i can a see bit that more, he's a little bit more aggressive than like i don't know most people care to try but i mean I had Opeth to practice through. So like, and then Opeth brought me to other bands that were way more harsh. So I was just like, okay. But I, I, I almost wish they came out, they came out with an instrumental of colors because I want to show that album to so many people that would just dismiss it because of the vocals. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly an episode within itself. Just like bands that you can't really like, death. <laughs> <laughs> I will defend Dave's vocals to death. I, I love. Oh, Dave I'm cool with them, but I know. Like, will you defend them to the mega death? <laughs> <laughs> the mega yeah, Dave. No, we, were, we were talking about him before. Like his uh, his new album is fantastic. Their music is so good. Well, have you heard his uh, his new record? It came out like three weeks ago. No. um the sick the dying the dead it's um it's amazing it's really good I it's the it. best I... it's the best album they've put out in like years in my opinion oh i gotta say that's i started listening to it i got bored like halfway through <laughs> yeah i feel like that's how it's gonna be for me tbh yeah. not a thrash well, metal fan no i love thrash metal but once you've heard rust in peace like it's hard that's that is <laughs> it's only real. gonna be a disappointment yeah I, i'll be honest rust in peace is like the greatest thrash metal record of all time so, i think I hands agree. down i think it's one of the best um, metal albums ever made yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah just front to back every five magics poison was the cure there's some yep. amazing tracks on that but but listen in terms of like i'll go back to like one of you know i said death but one of my favorite prog albums or if it wasn't for the vocals and like some of the lyrics fucking dream theaters means from memory yeah like physical props for all these (laughs) only a few of them we have ours right um here is my whole dream theater collection (laughs) behind me um i have every live you got a lot of records over there huh it's every dream theater live bootleg um so uh sometimes i get bored and i want to listen to everything from uh 98 to 2005 but no i think i think uh metropolis 2 is amazing i think it's their best record 
Dance of I Eternity. Agree. I, I yep. think it's so it's good. So I, I think the that flow. such a fun song. The flow in that album is amazing, and it's just yep. so good. Um, we know why Dance of Eternity is so good is because James Labrie isn't on it. That's true. And they used most of that into, like, they did the the instrumentally. Uh, I like I like that one, too, where they just basically. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like a bunch of their songs yeah. put together. Yeah. We just, yeah, but they just have it's, fun. It's a fantastic record. Like even scene six, like there's a lot of heavy, heavy songs on this. And, and there's some like really good breakdowns too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and some of the more mellow parts are fine. You know what I mean? Um, I would prefer this over like any other dream theater record personally. Yeah. That's yep. um, I'm right think, there with you. I think images and words is, is my favorite just cause like, I don't always want to listen to like a whole like how long's Metropolis Part Two? Um, it's like a double one, LP. It's a, oh, it's so. Part One too. So it's like it's one of those albums that I feel like I can't just like be like, all right, I'm just gonna listen to a song, you know? Because yeah. the whole album's one song, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. and like, I, I, I see that. Like, like images and words is like it has like some great songs in there. Um, I like yeah. Train of Thought too. Yeah, train of thought's pretty good. Yeah, images and words, like don't get me wrong, is fantastic. Um, really also, good. Also, like it's like their debut album. It's like w- probably like one of the most like polished like debuts um, I know of. One of the best like progressive metal debuts, if not the best. Because um, like I'm trying to think of all these other bands, like images and words, um, as a like a first album is insane. Um, even even like people say like that's all that's their best i i think that's like the most mm-hmm. common take right that images and words is like their best record um because um, i'm trying to think of like what people will like hold as their magnum I mean, opus like also like i mean octavarium yeah true it's like a really popular one that was 2006 um, right i don't know why i know that yeah images and words I that's 92 um i feel like progressive metal in general was a very 90s yeah um thing but yeah like pull me under i don't know i i think that that record is like commercially and just like on compared to everything else they've done like their best if you're just trying to like listen to songs and like listen to mm-hmm. um an album but or no more songs but if you're trying to listen to like an album a record i think metropolis 2 is like just front to back the best it's really just like one giant song and it is a little weird with the beginning because it's like the clicking the like clock or whatever yeah ticking yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's some guys like you're about to be in a trance like it's kind of weird it's a really <laughs> weird start yeah. to a record like it feels a little pretentious a little <laughs> bit yeah um it's not as like, bad as it's all, he might as well be like you're about to have your fucking mind <laughs> it's not as strapping the fucking seatbelts it's not as bad as arion though <laughs> yeah we can, you, talk, we can talk about arion are you familiar with arion not really i i know of them but i'm not so they're like a progressive really... a progressive metal opera yeah the best way to <laughs> You know, like a, a rock. Oh, God. They're like the metal version of that. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. they have they they use like a bunch of different other metal singers, like Devin Townsend. Um, so and Devin Michael, Townsend. Michael. Uh, oh yeah, Devin Townsend's one of my favorites. Michael Lagerfeld from Mopeth is on a record there. Uh, James Labrie is is in there. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, they they use a lot of different. Like you you'd know a lot of people on the record, but they all play like a different character. So. Like an uh, opera, you know, there's yeah. a lot of characters. Devin Townsend like, tells a story yeah, throughout Devin Townsend's album. rage. <laughs> Devin That's Tomlin. so weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of cool. Uh, it's a little like a lot of it can be kind of cheesy. Yeah. Um, you know, just naturally with the fucking territory of what you're trying to do, but also it can be cheesy and like uh they just drop the ball and it's bad. But some <laughs> some stuff's really cool. Yeah, so I think they're yeah. worth checking out. I mean, yeah, it sure. sounds a little campy too. It's a little campy it's, for sure. If yeah. you like Dream Theater, theater though, you would you would definitely like some of their stuff. Yeah, so it's it's worth a, a look. Nice. But well, Julian, uh, it's it pretentious a little bit. It, it like, does yeah. sound very pretentious, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I'll be checking them out. Uh, Julian, what was your uh, what was your top pick? If you have one, uh, favorite prog metal band. Yeah, or record. Or, or record. Um, band is probably like Porcupine Tree. 
Okay. Um, nice. Just, I mean, like one of the things that I think, like obviously, like prog music has like a certain sound to it, but what I really enjoy is like when bands are actually like being progressive and doing different stuff, you know. So I I, I really appreciate like the like they have some like poppy stuff in there too. Um, they got like a little bit of just everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably what you want in like a progressive metal band, you know what I mean? Just like a variety of everything, instead of like again, like with newer Dream Theater stuff, it is like just literally every song times ten on a double LP, yeah. just so excessive. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think this is gonna wrap up the podcast. Um, Word. so uh thank you guys for joining um thanks for having us mm-hmm. julian you can see him uh he is the uh guitarist of nuclear funeral there's going to yep. be a new project very soon so yep. uh, keep an eye Great. out for that we'll probably do an episode with just like the band um for like uh because we'll definitely start doing like a press tour yeah leading up to the new record um Nate Filler's comedy. It's like we're already on, on the Tonight Show. On oh, com- yeah, true. yeah, well, we're actually we're there in uh, three days. Yeah, yeah, we're actually we're playing on Carson. We're yeah, we're doing a, a live performance of when the trees fall or when the leaves <laughs> fall. <laughs> when the trees fall, <laughs> dude. We, wait, it's like no, a, that- it's a very green song. It's. It's about deforestation. It's a. Yeah, it's about. Sad. I was. I saw like this uh, documentary on like the Amazon rainforest, and it just brought me to tears. So. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I need to. I need to spread the word. Yeah, and and Dan is. Do you have any socials or? Um... Uh, just check. Just check out Space Bear. It's uh me and him. We do like comedy music and shit. Um, yeah. So cool. Check that out. It's a S B A S S like bass guitar Space Bear. Yeah, check that shit out awesome yeah check out space fair awesome name uh well yeah thank you guys for joining and this has been disturbing the priest 